When life throws you a curveball, how are you going to handle adversity? Welcome to the Fearless Mindset Podcast, where you're about to go on a journey as I interview security, business, and entertainment leaders on what it takes to stay fearless. I'm your host, Mark Ludlow, and enjoy today's episode. Now, are you a big reader? Do you read a lot? I like to read. Yeah, I, I, I usually have two or three or four books going on at one time. Yeah, leadership books, self-improvement books. Uh, of course, my number one book every morning is the Bible. I'm going through the New Testament run get right now. Um, but, uh, you know, things like this, you know, we always need to be reading. Um, this one's on business continuity, crisis management. Really, really great book. Um, and, and, and I'm sure you know this guy. This is, this is probably one of my very favorites. Oh, Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Okay. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Who would you say your your favorite author in leadership? It it continuously changes as I read a new book. I I get so engaged and enthusiastic. I'd say right now it probably is uh Jordan Peterson and uh I like the stuff that uh, Jocko writes as well. Those are kind of my two go-tos right now. Yeah, if you look at all, I know there's a lot of Navy SEALs out there. Would Jocko be probably the lead ex-military leadership author out there right now in the industry? Yes, and if you want to go, uh, if you want to go fiction, it would be Jack Carr. Jack Carr, okay. Jack Carr writes some great, great, <laughs> authentic, authentic. Right? You want if you're reading it and it's fiction, that's okay, but it's got to make sense. And when you're talking about weapons and and uh, maneuver and so forth, it has to make sense, especially to guys like us who read that, that stuff. And and it really does. So it's it's uh, it's good reading. So here's a, here's a million dollar question, Glenn. When in your career, like let's say overseas, I know you said you don't have much fear, but has there any been a moment in your life where you were faced with making a split second decision? where there could be casualties, maybe overseas or business casualties? So it was a constant struggle because the program managers had a mission. Their mission was to get the construction work completed, constantly wanting to go out to the field and see the work being completed we would have intelligence reports that would come back and say, hey, it's not a good time. Well, myself, I don't like to be a no-sayer either. I understand that they have a mission, I have a mission. So we had one time where a project manager was adamant to go see a prison um, build that we were doing in downtown uh, Baghdad, and he was adamant about it. And so I told him it just wasn't possible. Uh, and talking to my uh, country manager, shout out to uh, Guy Irvin, who was a Navy SEAL himself. Um, he went out with a team to recon the recon the area, and it was only one way in, one way out. And they got in there, and uh, and they almost got trapped. They got ambushed. Um, they were able to, you know break through the ambush and and get back safely but uh you know just things like that and and at the end of the day what we need to understand is life is very precious right 
I'm not throwing away anybody's life or any build or anything else. It's not, it's not worth it. I don't want to be the one responsible to have to say to a loved one, you know, your, your father or mother or whomever isn't coming home anymore because we felt like the project, right? And this isn't, we, we weren't on the military side. We're on the civilian side that the project was more important than somebody's life. It just can't happen. And so to be able to say that the 500 some odd engineers came back without having one fatality from the conflict. We did have one guy who had a, a heart attack and he died in his sleep uh, over there, but otherwise no casualties. Um, was just, you know, again, my greatest accomplishment. It has nothing to do with the amount of work we did over there. Um, it had to do with, you know, saving people's lives. And that's what motivates me the most today with Bridgestone. Um, I do a lot of teaching and so forth in, in workplace violence and active shooter type stuff. Um, I really believe that if we care about each other enough and we create these relationships that we can typically see these things coming uh there's indicators and we can actually help to save lives and you know where we're losing veterans to suicide every day i think if we can have relationships with those guys and really know them that we can see when things are going tough and and, and try to step in and help yeah that's a great point about the veteran suicide rate being really high right now you know they're getting out you know, they, they, they lose their purpose once they leave, yep. trying to identify what the purpose is. And they see the, the culture that's evolved in the United States is not the culture they've seen five years ago. It's changing so fast. And so we're dealing with those issues. And, uh, yeah, I can see that being problematic. And you said something earlier that kind of uh, struck a, a nerve, a tone that was good. Um, the fact that, um, you know, you're more important, more focused about life preserving life versus having a lost life on a detail overseas, you know, and that's, it's so, you know, true to this day after me losing my, both my parents due to disease and uh, natural causes that life is very short. And you know, we, we get stuck in this thing about success and our roles and our identity and what we do, but we forget about the, the now we forget about the people that we affect in our, in our daily lives and our family. And, you know, those are very, those people are very important. And I think in the EP world, you know, we get so honed in on making money and lots of money because it's out there, but what is it worth? What is your time worth folks? You know, you got to evaluate that because we're going into a transition in the industry. You know, we got the big players, you know, we got, you know, they'll always exist and competition will always exist. because That's what makes America great. You know, there's great people in all these organizations. So I'm not going to talk negatively about anybody, but I'm talking about you as a core individual. What is that that you hold most value? Is it really working an EP deal, detail, making 550 a day? Is it really being a bodyguard to that CEO of a billion dollar company? Or is it your values to be with your kids and have being on a residential detail or maybe working, a, you know, a, a project with Bridgestone, you know, at a corporate role? Make, you know, 40 hours a week and going home to your kids and watching your kids grow up because you can have balance in this industry. And I think there's a misnomer that there's imbalance in executive protection. Yes, there is, because I was guilty of that. And myself, I was doing 40, 50 hours a week up and down the I-5 corridor, jumping on every gig I could. And they called me Mark the Suitcake monk Monkey because I lived out of my suitcase out of my car. I did for years. But what changed was when my dad got sick, I chose, to, like Glenn said earlier, serving others. 
And I got more glory, more rewarding out of taking care of my dad for three years and leaving the industry to focus on taking care of my dad until he passed on. You have to really yeah. look at yourself, folks, and actually ask yourself, what is more important? What is your why in this industry? Why are you doing what you do in the exec protection industry? Because if it's all about the money, that passion, that power will die out really quick because you'll burn yourself out. But if I can say anything to those guys listening and guys listening, balance is so crucial in this industry. And I like how Glenn is very involved in his faith and what he does in his church. And that gives him balance. And that's why I think he's got so much fire in him because he has a balance of something that gives him more than just EP. EP is a great industry. It's a great career. But if you lose that balance, you're like your washing machine. When it gets out of balance, you start making noise and it shakes all over the place. And, and, you know, if I can add value to the industry, what, what's your thoughts on that, Glenn? Yeah, no, you're right. The Here's what here's what's difficult sometimes to understand is the time we invest in our in our children is of the utmost importance because they are our future. Our children are our future and they are going to create a ripple effect. So every person that you touch and you mentor well uh, especially your children, there's a ripple effect and you don't know who they're going to touch and and what what that result is going to be 100 years from now. You may have started something here that ripple effected out and just created great change of something amazing that happens. And, and a lot of people, I don't think, feel fulfillment in saying, well, I don't want to just stay home and spend time with my kids because I could be out making more money. I could be traveling and doing these other things when this is just so, so important. And getting back to your family, uh, I am so blessed to have the opportunity right now. My mom lives in Boston. This summer, she is moving down here. We're building a house for her. She's paying for it. We're building it. <laughs> but it's going to be right across the street from us. So guess what? The kids are going to have grandma down here. Grandma's going to be 82 this year. Wow. And we're going to be able to have a close relationship and they'll have a close relationship with their grandma and we'll be here to help her as she gets older. Because you know what? I really think I should return the favor after she really took care of me for a lot, a lot of years and still does. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's just that important. So if you think that you don't have a mission, but you have a family, you have a wife and kids or nephews and nieces. Um, by the way, I have two nephews who served in the military as well. Um, it's just so important. And, and, and you can watch that. You can watch that blossom into something uh, amazing. Yeah, I think people really put their families on the shelf just to have success in this industry. I mean, I did it. You know, in my 30s, I was all over L.A. working in the, the Hollywood circuit, the celeb stuff. I did, I did it all. Got the T-shirt. Now I look back at it. I'm like, what would I do differently? I would have to say. I would probably, you know, settle down, you know, how to found somebody, got married and had the family because there's so much value to as you mature and grow in life, that 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 experience is irreplaceable. And a career in the executive protection industry cannot replace that. And I see so many guys, I think what it is, a lot of guys go from the military mindset and get in the EP mindset and they apply that same military mindset in the EP mindset and, to be successful. You know, yeah, sure. So, no, I I agree. And anybody who thinks that it's not possible, it absolutely is. You have to have faith in what's supposed to be. Uh, when I was living out in California with the engineering company, uh, my wife is younger than I am. She's German. Um, 
And, and I, I do have to give a shout out to my amazing 31-year-old daughter in Germany and her and her Swedish uh, husband, Jonas, uh, Jenny and Jonas, they have amazing. I haven't been able to see my granddaughter yet, Ava, because of the pandemic. But, you know, 10, 12 years ago now, when our youngest son, Zach, was born out in California, and we realized that for personal reasons, we didn't want to raise our kids out there. Our house was $100,000 upside down in the mortgage. And we had all of these other problems. And, and we thought that we were cornered with no way out. But when we, when, when we put it out there and said, you know what, you know, through our faith, it, it will be taken care of. And it happened. I found this job with, with Bridgestone. They helped with the transition. They helped with the sale of the home. And it, and it clicked and happened. And now I'm you know, here in Nashville just with a great family life with our three kids. Uh, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been an amazing journey. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change any of that. But going back to what you said, I would change the way I, let's put it this way, the way I behaved as a young man after the military, um, just chasing the dollar in, in the adventure. That'd be a big, that'd be a big shift. Cause I know a lot of the younger guys are chasing that and, you know, that's what they see, you know, they social media influences, Facebook, you know, they see what they see and, and they, that's um, a draw. It's sexy. It's an allure. Oh, I think we have another little hiccup. It's pouring yeah, they, outside. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Glenn's getting hammered with the hurricanes and tornadoes out there. So bear with us on the show. Our editors will be working diligently on this show. <laughs> it's all good. Overcoming yeah, adapt, right? So. <laughs> Over, overcoming adapt. We'll get through it. Oh, and if if you're listening my, to my, us, <laughs> my wife's yeah, my wife's work for this year is pivot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pivot on a show on the podcast show. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Like Glenn's got a lot of you know for you guys listening to try and figure out what we're talking about. We're just talking about the values of family versus the you know EP career. And you know Glenn's been having a huge career in Bridgestone. As a director of security, global security, all over the world, he monitors their risk management and stuff like that at Bridgetown. And uh, he just explaining to us the value of family and uh, not chasing the dollar, but giving your family priority over work sometimes. Maybe taking Christmas off. I've spent so many years when I was in California. Uh, last two years are the first two years in probably 15 years that I have not covered a royal family from the Middle East. And guess what? I didn't miss one day of it. I love being home. I love talking with my friends, hanging out for Christmas and New Year's and all that. But I, this first, the last two years, I spent more time with my, my my sisters, my nieces and nephews on holidays than I have in 10 years because I've always worked with royal families in the Beverly Hills. And so I, did I miss the Beverly Hills? Nope. I'm a country boy. I love the mountains. I'm in Oregon right now. I'm doing my recording. And it's just something to be said about finding your balance, finding your foundation, whatever gives you that foundation. And, and guess what? You're not going to find it in more money and materialistic things, because I can tell you traveling all around the world and I've worked in Africa, I've worked in Siberia, I've worked all around the world. And I engage with those people. I, I grew up in Brazil for five years as a as a boy until I was 11. I can tell you that these families that have basically nothing, I can tell you what they do have, though. They have so much joy and happiness even though they don't have, you know, hardly shoes to put on their or their feet. And, uh, you know, they're getting paid with uh, bales of uh, or bags of rice. Um, but such happy and content people. I just 
love it. That that just hits me to my core to to really see that it's so such a blessing. So, folks, if you're tuning in, trying to figure out how to be successful in the industry, how to thrive, and how to be a, a bodyguard, a next CEO, this is probably not the podcast for you on this episode. <laughs> well, you know what, though, those things will come by themselves, though. You know, if they you do. serve others, if you yes. serve others, that will come. True. Very true. You know, because we do, we we are blessed to be, you know. Uh, and I don't know if everybody's listening in the U.S., perhaps not, but as a first world country and and, and so forth, we're blessed with what we have. So, totally you know, our, our, our next phone is just a throwaway, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. But, yeah, folks, this has been more of a podcast of values and family and just, you know, how to maintain a balance within your family and your work life, which what Flynn does with Bridgestone. I know he works on godly hours, 80 hours a week, probably sometimes monitoring all the global issues that he deals with, with his bosses. And, and he just seems to have that balance and not many people have balance in the exec protection industry. Cause it's, it's like a 24 seven operation is you, I call it, you're the on-call doctor in the security world. I mean, you are, when you get that call, I had my client call me last night. Hey, can you do this project? For this rate, I'm like, wait a minute, no. Nah. You have to know what your value is and know it. Tell the client, hey, the value is this in this market, and I can't do it for this because the agents want that. And so there's a lot of a lot of that from a business side of the industry, and you you'll grow into that. You'll learn how to do that over time. It just takes time. I mean, I've been at it for 15 plus years. One's been at it, I'd say 20 plus. A lot of years. And uh, you start seeing the same things over and over again after time. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be uh, I'll be 61 this year, and so yeah, I've been doing this since the military. Uh, always been in security, either aviation security or contract security or corporate security, and uh, yeah, you definitely need to spend time with your family, spend time creating relationships, and find ways to serve. Uh, find ways to serve because it will it will give you so much fulfillment uh, in life doing that. And it'll make everything else worthwhile. Yeah. Take care of you. Take care of your, your personal health, take mental health. is so key because the work folks, I know you guys are all listening to this going, when the next detail going to come, it'll come. We'll, we'll get back to work. Business will start opening up. Midterms of election will come and go and things will start opening and people will start traveling. But right now is the time and I've learned to embrace the slow time right now. It's slow all over the place. It's slow. Go go hunting. Take your kids out on a vacation, mini vacation. It doesn't be expensive to do a stay-at-home vacation and, and plan those things. And just take care of what's most important to you, which is your family and your health. Because you're not always going to have that health. The older you get, ask when. Things start falling apart. You have to start greasing and oil different body parts to be able to walk. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. But um, <laughs> Also, you know what? Education. I didn't want to forget education. You know, this life, you should be educating yourself every single day. And I'm not necessarily talking about a formal education. I went back and got my master's degree at 50 years old, which I wow. thought was completely crazy to do that. <laughs> but uh, it was so beneficial. But feed your mind and, and always be um, educating yourself, you know, in one way or another, reading or taking courses or going on online to ASIS or whatever other organizations that that you belong to or could join very for very little money 
Uh, you know, there's tons and tons of podcasts and YouTube things out there uh, that you can be listening to and, and learning from. But yeah, continuous education. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that on YouTube, Glenn. I've been watching a lot of Grant Cardone stuff. The guy's, I mean, a genius marketer. He knows real estate. And I, I get bored sometimes and I get, you know, we both get sick of the news. I, I'm just, I turn it off 90% of the time. I'm yeah. just so tired of it. I'll turn on Grant Cardone on YouTube and start learning about real estate and how he markets different things and how he promotes this thing. The guy's a genius. Yeah, he's, he, you know, he has different, he has belief systems and all that, whatever. He's your own, but you can always learn something from somebody else. And that's what I value in. Like I watch Christian West's stuff on YouTube and stuff. And they get, there's some geniuses in our industry. You know, Robert Dodge does some, some things, the way he does things. And I'm always learning from these thought leaders. And yeah. like Lynn said, study, take courses and stuff. And YouTube offers you so many, I mean, it's its own, basically its own channel of education if you look for it. It is, it is. I mean, right now I'm learning how to beekeep. I want to get I want to get bees this spring and learn how to be you know a beekeeper and, and raise bees and honey. Um, you can learn that. You can learn how to do that. And everything that's involved in it. There's channels on beekeeping. I mean, everything is out there that you know. If you're looking for your next mission, you're looking for your next purpose. So much out there. I mean, there it is. is so bountiful. It's it's incredible. Too, yeah, we too, live in a society too, too many of information yeah. Information availability is everywhere on YouTube. But yeah, I know you're busy. Glenn, any, any parting thoughts or words of wisdom to people breaking into the business? Uh, any advice? Yeah. Don't let your work steal your joy. Ooh, that's a good Don't one. let your work steal your joy. Love life. If you don't love what you're doing, go find something else. There's so many great jobs out there. It doesn't need to be in insecurity. It can be in so many different things. But if you don't love what you're doing, if you struggle to get up every morning and you don't have a true joy for life, go find a mentor, find somebody to help you. Go, but, but go find something that's going to give you joy. Amen to that. And if you guys want to follow this, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mark Ludlow on Fearless Mindset. Uh, subscribe to that channel. Also follow me on LinkedIn. Follow Gwen on LinkedIn as well. He's on there as well. And uh, I'm on Instagram and I forget what other Twitter. It's all, we're all out there. Just look at Mark Ludlow. You'll find me. And uh, yeah, I'm just here to add value to the industry, leadership value, mentorship value. And uh, hopefully this adds value to the audience listening. And uh, just want to say Glenn, thanks to Glenn for his time and sorry to the audience for the glitches. He's having tornadoes, all kinds of crazy weather over there and uh, where he's at. So bear with us and thanks for your patience. And my edit, my podcast team will be in the background editing and splicing and stuff to put it all together like a fine puzzle. So shout out to Salescast and Chris Decker and the team for what they do to make this show successful. And, you know, what makes the show really successful is having guys like Glenn on and many other podcast guests that I've had because they definitely bring in the audience and he knows people all over the around the world and many guests do, but in podcasting, it's all about Glenn telling his story and what brings him joy and what makes him able to do what he does daily for work. So, and providing for his family. So with that said, Glenn, I uh, appreciate your time and uh, thanks for joining us and uh, please subscribe to uh, our website too. And until next time, we'll have uh a couple of new guests coming on. Elijah Shaw will be coming on Friday. We'll be launching that here soon and many other guests coming on and I'll be traveling 
as well. We've got some exciting announcements for some training stuff I'll be doing Great. in the near future. So thanks, Gwen, and uh, thanks for your time. Thank you, Mark. God bless. Thank you. 